RPG Academy presents... fifth edition actual play. Starring Michael as Arami Mott, Scott as Dane Seaborn, and Matthew as Cassandra Ziegengeist. Featuring Caleb, your game master. This actual play is supported by BattleBards.com. Uh, I think to figure out how they are moving, you need to make some sort of check. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was... Okay, I will make some sort of check. What sort? Can I persuade them to explain to me how they move? Can I, can I deceive them into thinking that I understand how they move? I think you need to investigate how they move. Fuck! Professor! I didn't do well, Professor. I, uh... Was the DC 5? Was the DC 0? Ooh, ooh, ooh! I'm gonna use one of my tokens. Oh my god, I did worse. Okay, <laughs> uh... <laughs> Alright, so what, what was your actual result? Nine. Okay. So you're pretty sure there's some sort of pattern to what you're looking at. You just can't figure it out. And it really seems like it's too far to jump at this point. So you're kind of standing here in in the middle of this weird area. Luckily, the area you're in is relatively safe. There's nothing that is opening right beneath you or next to you. You just can't figure out how to go forward. I'm going to say, why don't you guys come up here? Water's fine. I was going to run up and try to solve... Oh, unless I can try to solve the equation on my way there, I don't. do I need to be present at Dane's side to do it, or can I do it as I... You can still see the sinkholes from where you are. Okay, so from where you are standing, you cannot see exactly what Dane is talking about, because it's around the corner. Okay, then I will... Uh, but if you want to move into this... Uh, you can do that. Uh, we'll just have to start making some checks. I will gladly start making some checks. What kind of checks am I making? Athletics? Uh, okay, yeah. Let's start with an athletics check as you are moving into uh, this unstable land. Awesome. 15? Okay, so yeah, you can move forward easily enough dodging around some of the worst parts here uh michael is army gonna stand there and watch or is she gonna follow i'm not smart enough to figure out the pattern so i'm just gonna go for it it's always worked out well for me in the past you're just gonna run forward and try to get over to where dane is yes i've I've got the other end of the rope what could go wrong uh, let's start with an athletics check. Let's start with an athletics check. Eleven. Okay, so uh, you run forward into this 
uh, uneven moving ground, uh, it immediately throws you off balance and you trip. So uh, you fall to your knees and you're kind of trapped here on the on this moving ground. Uh, a sinkhole starts to open right next to you. So give me a dexterity save to see if you can get out of the way. Uh, do I see anything through it? In the brief moment of uh, seeing the hole and realizing you're about to fall into it, no. Okay, well, how about as I'm falling down it, can I look to see if there's anything interesting? Because I just failed that check. What was your actual score? 11. What your, 11, okay. Uh, so you fall into the sinkhole, and you are pretty much... In, Fucked. you're encased in rock, but it's very porous and fluid rock. So it's it's quicksand, or uh, what was it in Princess Brides? The snow sand? No, the lightning sand. Lightning sand. So it's that, but it's rock. So it's rock particles. So you are sinking down into it. Uh, Dane, you see Arami trip into a hole, and you feel a tug on the rope around your waist. Uh, like like a gentle tug, like like we're Morse coding, or like a oh god, I need to pull her out tug. Well, you saw her fall into a sinkhole. Right, but but I don't know if she hit the bottom and then she's just like signaling I'm okay. I assume it's a little more than a tug. Have you seen those videos of? people trying to go down a slide and they fall off the side of it and they land on the side of the pool and then they slide into the pool that's what army just did into a sinkhole yes yes i i was there i just uh the way okay yeah uh, i would like to pull up the rope acrobatically could i pull it up using the splits perhaps <laughs> i could pull it up by cartwheeling it around my arms and legs okay athletics it is good luck buddy i got a minus one on this Ooh. I got a 13. That is fine. That actually does succeed. So you are able to stop Arami from sinking any further. Uh, however, she is still dealing with this quicksand-esque rock. Uh, what is Cassandra doing, Matthew? Uh, Cassander is going to... Can he see the, uh, the puzzle at this point, or does he need to move even closer? Uh, no. From where you are, you can see it. I would like to try to make sense of it. All right. I think that's an investigation check. Perfect. Uh, I got a 14. Okay, yeah. So from where you are, uh, you can actually see a noticeable pattern to how this last chunk of sinkholes are opening and closing. Okay. Um, I would like to make a big show about what I'm doing to cross this uh, bunch of sinkholes. But I think I would wait until I was being paid attention to because I believe that I'm looking at this army. Okay. Before you do that, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw because a pit is opening at your feet. Perfect. 21. All right, so you can uh, dodge out of the way as the sinkhole opens. You didn't see it right away because you were studying the pattern, but now you did catch it and and zipped over to the side. I Voltron jump out of the way. All right, so you are okay. Uh, you're still in a wolf form. Mm -hmm. 
Dane, would you say you're paying attention to what Cassandra's doing? Uh, no, I'm, I'm mostly paying attention to what Army's doing, and I'm trying to rope her out. That makes sense. So, Matthew, are you, is Cassandra just going to stay there for a moment, or what? I am going to, uh... I mean, I'm not going to lose the information, right? No, not at all. Okay, okay, then I'm going to go over to Dane and try to help him. Okay, so how about you both give me a strength check to pull army out. Perfect. Because like all canine companions for independence, I know the command tug when necessary. That's uh, good because I don't. I got a five. That's fine because I got a 19. Alright, so uh, with your combined efforts, you are able to pull army out. So she is back on relatively solid ground. <sighs> And you're you're all on, on ground at this point. So what happens next? I'm trying to talk, but my voice is a little gravelly. Yeah. So I think that uh, Dane and I are probably going to wait for Army to try to figure out her way over. All right. So Matthew, tell me how you communicate this pattern to your party members. Ah, uh, damn. Is it just transform into a person that can talk and tell it to us? It's either that or you just follow me. But you know what? I will become Cassandra again and uh, tell them with my elf mouth. Whoa, Cassandra, you can turn from a wolf back into a person? I assumed it was a one-time thing. <laughs> C- can you do this more often than once? That's crazy. I thought you were bit by a wolf and cursed by the moonlight. I wish. I wish. As I tuck my my druidic totem back into my tunic, I will explain to uh, Dane and maybe Army, if she's within earshot, how we're going to get through the rest of this uh, liquid stone floor problem. All right. And now that Cassandra is himself again, that is absolutely no problem. He can communicate the pattern he noticed and the three of you get across safely. As you exit this room, you see that the path branches to the left and to the right. Uh, I'm going to do a smell check, I assume, with disadvantage, because I'm a human being, and it's been a long time since our perfume went through here. Dwarf being. Absolutely. Thirteen? You're pretty sure that it is to the left. This way, comrades! I would like to make another check just to make sure. <laughs> okay, with disadvantage. Could I make a, a could I do a survival cuz I'm like tracking now cuz I'm not using my nose as much as I was as a wolf? Sure, that makes sense. I 100% believe Dane. Cassandra, why don't you turn into a peregrine falcon and then fly? Cuz peregrine falcons can't. What was the actual result you got? 8 total. Because peregrine falcons have horrible so, sense so. of smell, army. Okay, so Dane, you are uh, you are sure that it comes from the left. So, do you want to go that way? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say, comrades, uh, this way. All right. We go that way. All right. You move forward down the left path. Uh, the path widens ahead of you, and. Uh, you do not see any movement ahead of you, but you do see something on the ground. Uh, is it roughly Tilly-shaped? 
Yes, it is. Is Dane runs right up to her. I do as well. Well, you turn her over, and you hear her breathe your name very softly. Tilly. Tilly, it'll be okay. I check for wounds. It'll be okay. Stay with me. Stay with me, Tilly. She reaches up and touches your face and breathes your name again. And that is all. I, uh, I mean, I'm still checking for wounds. Does she, I mean, wounds? She is covered in the small needle point bites of the teeth from these creatures. And you see the black ichor leaking out of all of them. She is not breathing. Professor, medicine! Y- you know how to do medicine? Yep. Please, I w- I please like say you can do medicine. I would like to make a heal check. C- can I aid another? Cassander, in your knowledge and expertise, yes. you know that she is dead. Uh, I'm going to make a heal check anyway, because he's right here. So I'm going to... I'm going to do that. Here we go. I rolled a 17. You absolutely know for certain that she has passed away. Oh, boy. I have healing word, though. Will that help? No. She is absolutely passed away. Army will stand there looking down at Dane, who's bent over Tilly, and Cassandra, who's there as well, and Tears will start to form in her eyes, and they'll just streak down her face. Uh, and then I'm going to look around for something to smash. I don't really care what at this point. Professor, the the our 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 baby could could could, could we save our baby? I'm going to go ahead and say the child is not nearly term enough to even um think about that. Would that be correct, Dungeon Master? That is correct. I'm sorry, Dane. There is nothing that I could do to make that child survive outside of your love's womb. It is not yet ready. Dane is, for the first time, speechless. Arami is walking around the cave, swinging her hammer, looking for something to smash. As she moves a little bit away from this horrible sorrowful event uh she hears movement and she hears the cry that she can i easily identify as her parents i will start moving that direction without necessarily saying anything to dane or cassander as you move ahead you see a large figure standing over uh two smaller figures that are cowering on the ground. This large figure is raising a very large, curved, sharpened sword above them. I will scream and rush forward, raising my hammer high. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. All right. If I have the ability to do so, I would like, I think at this point it would make sense for me to manifest the Kovar image once again. That absolutely happens. I'm going to use one of my tokens to give myself advantage on this attack. Go for it. That is going to be a 19 versus armor class, not natural, so I don't get. To, it's not a free crit. 
that will connect. And then, not that it matters for this, but my second attack is also a 19, so. Okay. 25 points of damage from the Radiant Strike as the visage of Kovar sort of extends beyond me, and I, for the moment, appear to be like an eight-foot-tall image of Kovar, and my mighty hammer comes down striking it. And then once that fades and sort of the echoey of that, I will pitifully sling my hammer and do 11 more. Okay, so in this burst of radiant light, uh, there is actually an audio component. You hear thunder and almost subaudibly, you almost hear a chant in Dwarven echoing underneath the blow of Aramis' hammer. This immediately uh, attracts the attention of Cassandra and Dane. You you can't help but look up when this happens. Uh, In this blaze of light and glory, you see this aura of Kovar around Aramis as she strikes true into this large creature. The... The spell effect is so overwhelming. You can't even see what she's hitting, just that she's hitting something. Uh, You do see the image of two figures cowering on the ground, and in the brightness of the light, it's hard to tell, but you're pretty sure it's her parents. Uh, You also see kind of that... Uh, cartoony effect when something gets electrocuted and you can see the skeleton inside the the body you see that with the magic and in that moment you see the skeletal outline of a humanoid you see a large shape around it that echoes the humanoid shape but for the briefest of moments it looks like this form is moving or or slithering is in flux around it like it is uh, retreating back from the magic and strength of Aramis' strike but you're not sure if this was just a trick of the light of seeing all this magic come out of nowhere the magic fades and you see Arami strike again. Uh, the figure she is striking at looks like one of the monsters you've been fighting. However, it is very large. It is taller than Cassander by about two feet. It has uh, regular human legs instead of a tentacle tail, but it still has that same scaly reptile head with four eyes and a very wide jaw. Uh, There is a gaping hole in its chest. Uh, It is cauterized and seared from the magic, but you can see muscle and bone uh, underneath. Uh, And this thing roars in pain and anger and turns to fight army. All right, so why don't we uh, roll initiative? Ooh. 19. 14. 
13. All right, so you guys are going to get around on it because it is uh, stunned from what's happening, even though it has turned and taken an offensive stance. So, Matt, go ahead. Um, I would like to uh, draw my uh, spear, uh, spin it around so that the uh, the large, knobby, kind of uh, club-like back end is on top. I would like to cast Shillelagh on that wooden part of my weapon. And... That's fine. I would like to... Am I going to be able to get into uh, range to attack this turn? Yeah, absolutely. It's not far away. Okay, then I would like to uh, make an attack. Critical. Okay, so uh, we do the Michael rule where you get max damage and then roll again on top of it. Uh, an additional four, so 20. Okay, so C- Cassander runs forward and smashes his club, magical club, into the monster. Uh, Scott, Dane can take a turn. So, Dane did not respond to or uh, turn to look or even really register the the chaotic uh, intense holy light behind him. Instead, staring uh, longingly at uh, the crumpled form of Tilly and the long shadow cast by Dane over it due to the pyrotechnics of army. And uh, finally, at at the curses and screams and the promise of those still to save, uh, he does draw his rapier, but uh, he turns and faces his opponents with with an uncharacteristic hollowness. No uh, challenges, no no boisterous huzzas, just uh, detached, bitter coldness bordering on zero degrees Kelvin. And he uh, throws himself at the fight, heedless of danger. Does 12 hit the gigantic thing? Uh, well, give yourself advantage for your role-playing. Does 12 hit the giant <laughs> thing? Because I rolled it twice. <laughs> In this case, yes. The fervor of your... Uh, uh, no, it's, it's, it's fine. Uh, Dane, Dane um, uh, the tears in his eyes is distracted and his rapier uh, misses. His body flies past the gigantic thing, but he pulls his second dagger from his waist belt and tosses it backward at the monster. In the spine, does 10 hit? <laughs> I'm using a token. Take... You had advantage anyway. Don't waste the token. <laughs> okay. 14. Does 14 hit? <laughs> yes. Thank God. 11 points of damage from the dagger in the spine of the grotesque horror that killed my one love. Okay, and now that you are on the far side of the creature, you can see that your future mother and father-in-law are lying on the ground. They appear to be alive, uh, just incredibly traumatized at this point. Aren't we all? Michael, Army gets a surprise attack or i'm going to invoke the visage of invar uh for my other attack i got an 18 total and i got 13 points of damage as the figure of invar also encompasses me for a brief moment as i lash out with my warhammer so the difference here between these two spells uh this time when you attack beyond seeing the image of invar 
her magic seems to invade the monster. So your hammer still glows. Uh, you still strike with the force of magic. But this time, uh, the energy actually seems to seep inside, underneath its skin. And you see that uh, pattern, almost like it is oozing through the creature's veins. And uh, it singes and burns as it does. This time, Arami, uh, not the other two, you are 100% positive you see the creature's skin writhing and pulling away from this magical energy. Almost like tendril pulling away in a in a plant or something like it's retracting so that is the end of the surprise round you had on this thing uh we will go back to the top of the order matthew what will cassander do uh cassander will <clears throat> he's going to attack with his uh shillelied stick attack is a strong word uh he's going to show the shillelied stick to the monster and say this is magical with an eight rolled. So that's going to miss. Yep. I knew that. All right. Uh, Scott, what is Dane going to do? Dane will continue his attack against the uh, horrible, wretched thing and uh, continue his, his uh, uh, new accustomed practice to having tears just all over his eyes. Uh, he, he swings again with his rapier and uh, misses and staggers forward. And then uh, drawing another dagger from his belt, he will hit with a 16. Doing 17 points of damage this time. And Michael, what is Army going to do? So Army is going to move so that I'm more in front of my parents. And then I'm going to swing my hammer with the uh, Invar side of the hammer first and hit the creature in its knee. And then I'm going to sort of reverse my grip, come back the other way with the Kovar side and try to hit it in the other knee. And I'm going to do 18 points of damage on the first hit and eight on the second. Wonderful. So as you smack into this creature, it actually stumbles a bit and, and drops down. Uh, it's still really big. It's, it's still kind of towering over you because you're a dwarf. Uh, but you have definitely crippled it. Uh, it, it is roaring and, and seething in pain. Uh, it is going to reach out and and swipe at all of you. He is, it's, it, it is still holding the massive sword it was threatening uh, Army's parents with a moment ago. Uh, so it's going to reach out and kind of do a, a big sweeping arc. Uh, Cassander, does a 14 hit you? No. Yay. Uh, so it will miss Cassander. It will somehow miss Army as well. And that is the most miraculous thing that's happened so far. Someone must have cast mage armor on her. <laughs> I, I'm assuming your AC is more than 8 even, right? Yeah, it's 12. All right. And uh, it comes around to strike at Dane. In a moment of instinct, you raise your rapier to, to try to block the blow of this sword, 
and suddenly your rapier flashes with energy. And not only do you block the attack, but you shatter the sword. This day just keeps getting worse and worse. I liked that sword. No, no, uh, you shatter its sword. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> You, Wait, you basically... not only was I stupid enough to use a rapier to block, which, unless you're defending against another rapier, is just a stupid idea, but that worked? Yes, you sweep the rapier up in a move that you would normally kind of swat a, a smaller attack away with. You you had this instinct of, ah, there, there's no way I'm going to block this attack, but I, I guess I'll just try. You block it, and you shatter this gigantic sword that was coming at your head. Player's impressed. Character does not react to this and is nonplussed. Just like the giant massive energy explosion, this has no bearing on his emotional proclivities at the moment. Uh, would it, Dane... It, it could be a fountain of naked, naked uh, mermaids. <laughs> and Dane would give two fucks, right? Like, barely enough fucks to rub together to keep warm in a cold winter night without Tilly, right? Would Dane see a tactical opportunity to press an attack against the thing that killed Tilly? Yes, yes. Okay, then that happens. Uh, okay. in, in this moment, even though he does not react to what just happened, he very clearly sees that the creature is wide open, and there is an opportunity for a perfect strike. All right. Dane, his face does not change. His eyes do not react to this event, but uh, his lightning reflexes do. He takes the opening that he sees and plunges his rapier into uh, his hopefully mortal foe. <laughs> Luckily, he has a token to get rid of this critical one that he rolled. And that's a hit. He plunges it deeply, doing 17 points of damage. Alright, so you are going to kill this creature. Where are you striking it? It seems only fitting that Dane would strike this monster at the place where the monster struck him. Straight in the heart. <laughs> and as Dane plunges the rapier into this creature's chest... It again erupts in light. Uh, at this point, it is a very dark blue, a, a rich sapphire energy plunging into the heart of this creature and actually exploding out from it, shattering this thing as if it was a broken piece of glass. Army and Cassander, you are absolutely in shock of what's happening, not only because of the tragedy you just witnessed, but this never-seen-before magical energy. Uh, Cassander would uh, draw a dagger, go towards the creature, and approximate the location that he remembers seeing the, the image of the smaller creature inside of it, and make an incision and begin digging for what he hopes is, what he thinks is another body inside this creature. Okay, as you begin to investigate the remains of this creature, you do not find anything other than its own 
internal organs and skeletal structure, but you do notice that the flesh of the creature is a little bit different than the sample you have back at Long Garden. Uh, it seems to be shot through with strange, veiny, tendril, worm-like structure. Uh, so you can take a chunk of that and study for later. Uh, Michael, Aramis parents are sitting on the floor. They're obviously in pain and hurt, but they're alive. They're just sobbing uncontrollably right now. All right. Uh, my warhammer, which I have my right hand on the like lower part of the shaft, left hand's up near the axe part. Um, I'll just kind of let it drop to my side and then just sort of let go of it. It'll clatter to the floor, and then I'll just kind of drop down between them in a half kneel and just sort of embrace both of them. And they will return the embrace. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out the RPGacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, The Caleb G, at The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.